Hey guys, it's Vince. Uh, head on over to club.vincegabriel.com. That's a membership site where you can try it out for 60 days for a buck. In that membership site, you're going to get two months worth of marketing ideas, marketing coaching, marketing newsletters. Everything you need to get new clients to your gym is in there and you're going to get access to that for 60 days for just a buck. Head on over to club.vincegabriel.com and I'll see you inside. Peace. Hey guys, it's Vince. Hopefully you're having a great holiday, but I wanted to record this for you guys because I realize what's going on in the world and I don't want to turn a blind eye to what it, what is happening and not give you the best advice and feedback I can. I was, you know, one of the proudest moments of my life as a, as, as a coach and really as a person was leading my own gym and the mastermind members through the pandemic. And, you know, I'll be honest with you, there was certain periods of time where there's, you know, 50 people on a zoom call looking at me and, um, wanting to know what to do next. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. There were times when that back in, you know, March of 2020, where it's like, man, what the hell is going on? And no one knew what was going on. And honestly, no one knew really what to do. This was all new territory. You know, no one had ever had to close their gym. No one ever had to rent their equipment out. No one ever had to go completely virtual overnight and stuff. So it was, it was very challenging and, and, and hard. And, you know, obviously some gyms didn't make it and some came out on the other side and some came in, even came out stronger on the other side. I mean, I will say right now, you know, today, a couple of years later, there's more members in my mastermind than I've ever had before. And a lot of them are really doing very, very well and very successful right now. Um, but hey, in, to, in today's climate, this thing is, doesn't seem like it's going away and there's, Cases popping up and there's all kinds of, you know, things flying around in the, in the media and stuff. And I, I addressed this with my, the mastermind members, um, on the call last week. And I wanted to just, you know, address it with you here today. Cause I realized here's the thing as a, as a business owner, you know, who do you have right now to talk to? Who do you have to sit down and be like, well, what should I do? Should we wear masks and should we not wear masks? Do we need to close? What are we doing? What's, do we go back to the cleaning protocols? And there's a lot of uncertainty. And I realize that you as, as a gym owner, that many of you do not have a support system. Many of you are on the, are, are doing this on your own and maybe you're asking, one of your clients for support, or maybe you have a mentor or something like that. But, um, I realize a lot of you are going through this alone and, you know, that's one of the beauties of, of the group and the mastermind is that, you know, they're in there and they can post a question and get an answer like New York, you know, had a, a mass mandate put slapped immediately on them. And we immediately got in there and helped guide people uh, what to, on, on what to do. So if you're going through this alone, um, I, I'm hoping that this podcast can provide um, a little relief. If you're tired of going through this alone, I consider maybe consider joining us in the SPF Mastermind. Um, but um, so so today, I just wanted to re-go over something that I've talked about on this podcast before, but it's probably been a couple of years since I have, and and I went through this last week, and I got to say that the the guys in the Mastermind were 
they were really, they were like, thank me. They were like, thank you for going over that again, even though they had heard it. I mean, if you heard it here on the podcast twice, they've heard it like 25 times in terms of me teaching the right mindset and how you should be thinking right now in a, in a pandemic and what are the things you should be doing. Um, if you do hear any background noise right now, I apologize very much because I happen to be a gym owner that owns a gym. Imagine that. So there's music on in the background, and it's our. I'm recording this in the back at our. Uh, it's our 12, uh, 12 p.m. session. So sorry about the any. If you hear any noise in the background, I apologize. I own a gym, and I actually am a consultant too. Imagine that. Anywho, um, so here are. This is the four leadership mindsets that I've been teaching since this pandemic started, and what I want to do is reteach them to you today. You obviously can go back to other podcasts, but I realize some of you are new listeners. You probably haven't heard this before. And what I created, I created this with, I created several different tools when this pandemic started. And remember, I created this out of thin air. I just, this was my own creation and no one taught me these things. No one, you know, said that you gotta you know, pull these things together like this. This was just instinct and I did it really fast. And so um, I, I was like, all right, I got to teach these guys what are like, there, uh, so there's a few things that they just need to keep coming back to and keep being reminded of. And one of the most important things that they need to be uh, doing is, is how they need to think about um, their, their leadership. So it's a leadership mindset. So that's kind of what um, this is. And there's, there's three of them that I, that I launched in the pandemic, and I added a fourth one uh, about a year into it. So here's the first one. The first one is... In the face of challenges and pandemics and when you're having, you know, to make big decisions for your business and big decisions for your family, um, when, when shit is hitting the fan, you must, you must, you must have lots of discipline. And I call this first one Jocko-like discipline. You probably know and have heard of the great Jocko Willink. He's got a bunch of great books. He's got a great podcast. Um, but man, there's probably no one more disciplined on this planet than Jocko. And in pandemics, there's a lot more that's thrown at your your feet and at your plate. And one of the worst things that can happen is you start to let your personal health slip. You start to let your personal success habits slip. You start to take your foot off the gas of holding people accountable. And so... I think that it's very easy to lose a level of discipline in a pandemic. And so I was pushing my guys hard. They had to increase their level of discipline to a point that they never have before. And I told the story of when I had just drove home 24 hours from Florida to get home because my business was imploding right before my eyes, just like it was all of yours, people canceling every minute of the day. And I drove home from Orlando, Florida, because that's where I was with my family. We didn't want to fly, so we drove. I came right, I drove right to the gym from Florida, filmed this, the most important speech of my life, a video to our clients saying we were going to close the gym. And it was crazy, crazy. And I got home that night and I was like, I know the road ahead. Like, this is a long road. This is like, man, we got a lot coming up. And Vanessa, we had just driven 24 hours and Vanessa had gotten pizza for the kids. And I looked, I got home and I looked at the pizza and I was freaking starving. And I, I, I went to pick up a slice and eat the pizza and I remembered 
I was like, man, I, I, I have a, a, a whole community depending on me. I have my family depending on me. I have 50 gym owners depending on me. It's like, I, I need to, to do everything possible, everything possible to help myself and all these people get through this. And I knew a slice of pizza wasn't going to do it. I knew that I needed to take my nutrition and my workouts and everything to a whole nother level. And so I asked that, you know, and obviously, you know, New Year, so hopefully you're creating, you know, some better habits this year. And remember, not stupid ass resolutions, just better habits, right? Set some goals, set some habits. Um, but as of right now, your level as a gym owner, your level of personal discipline um, needs to be taken to the nth degree. So that's number one. Number two is Disney-like creativity. And obviously, you know, we needed to make a lot of creative decisions when the pandemic hit. And one of them was, you know, giving away equipment. The other one was how are we going to do virtual training? And there was a lot of creativity that needed to happen in order to navigate the pandemic. Now, I think the beauty about this is this time, a lot of the work has been done in terms of we've already been through this. So if something drastic does happen again, again, I'm, and I'm not expecting it to, right? I, I think that, you know, this is probably just another spike. And I think, I, honestly, I don't want to be Mr. Doom and Gloom and says, you better be ready. You better be ready to go. Like, no, I'm not. That's not why I'm talking about this. I'm talking about this because I mentioned it on my call and everyone really appreciated me reminding them of this stuff. So I'm sharing it with you. But I don't, I'm not, I'm not trying to be doom and gloom and saying you're screwed. But here's the thing. If, if, if something does happen, uh, you have this to be, help you be prepared. So the Disney-like creativity was being able to be creative, to be creative on the fly, to be able to make decisions, to be able to see what's going on, see what other people are doing, see what other decisions are being made, and then use that information to make your own um, decisions from there. And if you're not creative, if you just do what you've been doing. If you just kind of say like, oh, can you imagine if you weren't creative when the pandemic hit in 2020, you'd have been screwed. You would have been done. So you got to almost have that next level of, of creativity when you're going through this. Number three is something called productive paranoia. Productive paranoia. And this is um, a term I, I learned from the book Good to, I believe it's good to great. I think it's a Jim Collins book. And they tell the story of a guy named uh, Admiral Stockdale. And he was a prisoner of war in, I believe, Vietnam. I think it was Vietnam. He was uh, in the same camp as John McCain. And um, they, he, he was a war hero. He was tortured like a ton of times. And, you know, they were interviewing him on why he survived. Like, what did he do differently than the people that died? in the camps what was the mindset that he had and he said well that's an easy one stockdale he said he basically said that the the people that died in the in the prisoner of war camps were the optimists now you're like what the optimists like the people that died were the optimists he says yeah the people that died were the people that said well we're probably going to get out by christmas well we're probably going to get out by easter well, we're probably going to get out by the fall. And those dates would come and they wouldn't be getting out. And what he said was they died of a broken heart, meaning they put this expectation on what was going to happen. And then when that didn't happen, they were just distraught. And 
He says, you have to be optimistic about that you're going to have the outcome that you desire. So you should be optimistic that you're going to get through this period of time, right? That you are going to get through it, hell or high water, you're going to, your business will be standing at the end. And that's the only thing you want to be optimistic for. What you can't be optimistic about is when this is going to end. And so you got to go through this with a little bit of paranoia and almost like a little salty and be like, dude, this thing's going to last for a long time and I'm, I'm settling in and I'm getting ready for the ride. Because if you're all of a sudden be like, no, nah, it's not that bad or no, nah, it's going to be done by the fall or no, nah, when the weather gets better, it's going to be okay. No, be ready for the worst. Be prepared. And what that productive paranoia allows you to do is, is, is make decisions on the forefront. One of the things, you know, I went over with uh, the mastermind is, um, you know, some, something called, you know, a, a pre-mortem, meaning like you're looking at your business and you're looking at, all right, if this happens, I would do this. And you actually make plans for, written down plans of if this thing happens, if you get shut down, if this person quits, if this, you know, um, if, if the guy, if you're expecting money and you don't get it, like what should you do? And you, and you can be writing down these plans ahead of time and anticipating what's going to happen. Now that's like, seems doom and gloomy to me, but it's productive paranoia. I mean, you're paranoid, but it's, it's a productive thing. Um, to do. So don't be this optimist. Don't be like, oh, it's not that bad. Oh, everything's going to be fine. No, no. That's not what you need. That's not what your business needs. Um, so you, you got to uh, move forward with caution. But the only thing that you're optimistic about is that you will be standing at the end of this thing. Okay. Um, and the last one. So those are the three that I taught throughout the whole um, pandemic. But I added a fourth one as I started navigating this, I, I was realizing that the number one thing I needed to do for myself, for my family, for my business was to control my emotions. That was the most important thing that I needed to do was to be able to control my emotions. And I started reading up on something called stoicism. And there's a, there's a great author, um, named Ryan Holiday that um, has written a bunch of books on Stoicism. He obviously didn't invent Stoicism. It's uh, Stoicism is based on, you know, the work of uh, Marcus Aurelius and several other uh, great men that uh, from that lived a long, lot longer before us. Um, but but Stoicism is, is really all about how you can control yourselves when things get hard and how do you react and how do you respond when things are tough and time is challenging. And they, the Stoics have a term called amor fati, amor fati. And what it means is it means love of fate. It's a Latin term that means love of fate. And what it is, it's an attitude. And as I'm um, walking around my office talking about this, I'm looking at a sign I just got that says amor fati on it. Um, I have a necklace that says Morfati. I have t-shirts that say Morfati. It's my new favorite saying. Um, and it means love of fate. And, and what it means is basically it's an attitude where you think about all the stuff that happens to you is good. It's good because most likely it's necessary. So a trainer quits. All right. Good. 
how are we going to handle it? And there's a great Jocko video that talks about this, but that Jocko video, that the Jocko good video is essentially a morphati. It's what it is, right? But you look at this things that happen and you start to look at it. This is good because I'm going to learn from it. This is good because it's going to challenge me to become better. This is good because I know there's probably something, someone better that's going to come on the other side. But it's this mindset where you no longer freak out. You stop freaking out. And imagine that. Imagine how better life is going to be if you stop freaking out. And so with stoicism and morphati, what it's taught me is to stay calm under pressure. And, you know, it's something that I've been working on and I've seen myself get better and better and better at this. And we had an incident probably about six or seven months ago at the gym. And, um, man, it was, it was, it was a scary thing that someone, um, accused someone at my gym with, with some very, 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 um, bad words, um, that if, you know, something like this spread out around the community would have been, you know, killer to a business. And they, Vanessa's calling me and everyone's calling me like, what do we do? What do we do? And everyone's freaking out. And I walk in and everyone's standing around the office and they're all like staring at each other and they're standing around and they're like, what do we do? And they're all like freaking out. And I walked in and I was completely calm. And I asked one question and I said, all right, here's what everyone needs to do. I'd like everyone not to speak about this anymore. I'm going to go talk to the lawyer and I'll be back with you with action steps from there. But what I'd like you to do, and I'm saying it in this tone, what I'd like you to do is not speak about this again and go about your day and I will take care of this. And like the energy in the room was like, oh my God, all right, well, that, that, that feels nice. And Vanessa came home that night and she's like, how did you do that? How did you do that? How did you stay calm? We were all freaking out and you just kind of walked in and said, I'm going to handle it. And I did. I handled it. I called the lawyer, asked them what to do. And then we went and did it and everything was fine. But when you freak out all the time, it sends a message to your staff, to your clients, to your team that, hey, you know, things aren't good. It's almost like you need to have that, what I call duck leadership where, you know, hey, maybe underneath the surface, your web feet are pedaling like crazy, but on the surface, a duck is nice and calm and smooth across the water. And so maybe that's the type of leadership that you need to bring um, to your business and to your team. But that's something I've learned, right? I didn't naturally have that. I probably two years ago would have freaked out if something like that happened. You know, I've been through a lawsuit in my business and I lost sleep over the lawsuit. This was you know, happened my first year in business. There was a lawsuit. Right. And I was, I freaked out. I freaked out completely. And if I had learned and knew about stoicism and amorphati and stuff, I would have handled that situation so much better. So a lot of this is how you control your emotions and how you control yourself. Because when your emotions are under control, you're going to make better decisions. When your emotions are under control, you're going to make better decisions. You're not going to react. You're going to respond. And so that story is, was like proof to me. It's like, wow, this is actually working. Now, some of it is I've grown up, you know, 10 years and I've, you know, experienced a lot of challenges and hardships. So I can't expect myself to respond the same way as a new business owner going through a lawsuit and what I would do today. But I do believe a lot of it is just um, training my ability to think and know that I will make better decisions if I stay calm. 
And so um, those are the four leadership mindsets. If you can kind of navigate your life over the next several months, weeks, whatever it's going to be, years, whatever, with an incredible level of discipline, with Disney-like creativity, with productive paranoia, and you use the term amor fati, which means love of fate, um, I believe that you will handle this pandemic successfully, as successful as um, you possibly can. So hopefully this was helpful. Again, I'm not trying to be doom and gloom. I don't want you to think like, oh, shit, Vince is talking about this again. Shit's hitting the fan. Um, it's not that, but I did. I, I, I talked about this with the mastermind. Um, they appreciated it. They said thank you, and they were like, um, so I figured I'd bring it uh, to you guys. Uh, on the podcast. So hopefully this was helpful uh, for you guys and I will see you on the next episode. Peace.